Today on Kaboom. Initiating sequence for teleportation test 94. Great! Teleport me back! If you think that's cool, just wait till you hear about the anomalies it's been causing. Anomalies? Ah! We vaporized my sister? Welcome to Kaboom, a show full of original audio adventures for the whole family to enjoy together. I'm Sam Payne, and I'm here with Brian Tanner. Thanks for joining me, Brian. Hey, Sam. It is great to be here today, and we've got a really fun story about a science fair project gone wrong. Oh, who's ever been there, right? (laughs) (laughs) Kaboom presents the original audio adventure, Vanishing Act. Lincoln, do you read me? Hey, Gideon. Reading you loud and clear. Copy that. I'll start recording the video call. Frequency set to 1140 megahertz. Check. GUI go bar in range. Check. Initiating sequence for teleportation test 94. Dude. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Hey, the GUI go bar is gone. Anything on your end? Wait for it. No, nothing appeared by my receiver. What? Ah, the teleporter worked yesterday. Gideon. Was that your sister? <sighs> yep. Leslie, go away. What's that noise? Nothing. <clears throat> Stay out Stop of my on the door. room, Leslie. Ow. I want to uh, see. No. Uh. <sighs> but I knocked. Knocking doesn't automatically mean you can come in. (sighs) Sorry, Lincoln. Leslie won't bother us again. So how do we fix the teleporter? The science fair is this Saturday. I think it's my receiver. Can you bring over some duct tape? Sure. Just keep the video call recording. In case the gooey go bar comes back or something. Copy that. Are you even listening to me? Hey, that's my duct tape. You've had it this whole time? Well, you only use it for making dumb bracelets. Nuh-uh! Dad still uses the duct tape wallet I made for him. Yeah, well, the science fair is more important. I'm taking the tape to Lincoln's. Wait! Can I come? No. Rude! Dude, your receiver's busted. Yeah, the casing is falling apart. I don't even know where to wrap it. Wait, look at the screen. Is Leslie in your room? Ah, Leslie! Gideon, why is your computer still on? Get out of my room. This is what you were hiding? A new controller? Cool. Put it down. That is my science fair project. Tell me you disabled the remote start on your controller. I spent a whole month setting that up. Is this the on button? No, No, don't! Leslie! Leslie! The teleporter's never sounded like that I before. can't see through all the smoke. Uh, I still don't see her. Ah, we vaporized my sister? Uh, I'm sure she's fine. Uh, she's gotta be... Uh, um, did she change the coordinates? Oh, Remarkably, no. Maybe she'll turn up here. Or maybe not. My mom's gonna kill me! Oh no, that might be my mom. 
Oh, it's Leslie's smartwatch. <laughs> She's alive. Answer it on speaker! Gideon? Leslie! Oh, thank goodness. I thought you were dead. Shh! You're gonna wake up the Rottweiler! Rottweiler? Shh! You better not let that dog get my controller. Where are you? You tell me! Leslie! You activated our teleporter prototype! Great! Teleport me back! We can't! It's glitching! And we don't know where it sent you! What do you see? Um, a dog? Other than the dog. I'm in a backyard, but there's a big white fence blocking everything. So, what does the house look like? Uh, um, I guess there are a bunch of satellites on the roof. Kind of like a Mr. Stewart's house. Mr. Stewart's house? Get out of there! I'm trying, but the gate is locked. And before you say anything, it's too tall to climb. Leslie, Mr. Stewart is the toughest judge at the science fair. Seriously? Your project again? I am serious. We will never win this if he finds out our project isn't working. Uh, yeah, and he'll probably disqualify us if he learns it put you in danger. Shh, okay, fine. But stop talking so loud and get me out of here. So, can we fix my receiver? Why did it send her across the street? I don't know, but the antenna on your controller kind of matches the big one on the roof. So? So, could it be pulling the controller somehow? Like, magnets? No, that's ridiculous. Be quiet, just let us handle it. I was just trying to help. I think you woke up the dog. Quick, teleport me. <sighs> did you miss the part about it not working? Anywhere is better than here. It was the red button, right? No! Wait! Uh, not again. my science fair project, it will be your fault. My fault? You're not even listening to me. There are so many antennas and satellites up here. How do you know that none of them are messing with your signal? Those are always up there, and our experiment worked just fine yesterday. Wait a minute. Leslie might be onto something. Really? Really? Yesterday, we all got out of school early. Yeah. So, we experimented early. Mr. Stewart works during the day. Right. He probably doesn't turn on his equipment until after work. Leslie? I haven't gone anywhere. Try disabling the antenna. I can't let go of this pipe. I'll slide off. Oh, right. Well, then let's go ask Mr. Stewart to turn it off. No way. He'd ask why, and we can't risk him shutting down the project. Oh, but you can risk me? That, that's not what I meant. If Leslie can't disable the antenna, then we need to go do it. Uh, maybe if we get inside Mr. Stewart's house, we can find whatever he's using to broadcast. <gasps> Great! Let's go! Hurry! Leslie, are you still there? We're at Mr. Stewart's. Uh, yes, but my arms are getting tired. Keep hanging on. I'll call you back when you can teleport. Ah, you're hanging on? 
Just a little longer, Leslie. You've been very brave. Okay. Hey, don't lie to her. I'm not. First she faced off against a Rottweiler, and then she figured out all the interference stuff. And now she's stuck on a slick metal roof. I mean, I'd say that's pretty brave. <sighs> I guess. Oh, Gideon and Lincoln. Hello. Uh, hello, Mr. Stewart. What can I do for you? Um, you're uh, you're judging the science fair, right? Yes, you've been emailing me all month about it, haven't you? Oh, uh, right. Uh, we just want to clarify a few more rules. Of course you do. <laughs> well, c come on in. I've been looking forward to seeing your entry this Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Is that a Koga gold medal for oh, radio science? Look at all these radio trophies! Oh, this stuff is so cool, Mr. Stewart. Yeah, it, uh, it used to mean a lot to me. Who's that girl in all these pictures with you? Oh, that's my sister. She used to come to all my events. Used to? Oh, is she dead? No, 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 no. She just moved to Virginia. <laughs> Anyway, the living room is this way. Hey, what's that? Oh, that's just my office. Can we see? Whoa! Whoa. Is that? No way! An, An RA3712 receiver? Wow! You kids know your stuff. This range goes up to 500 kilohertz. And it has the best AGC for filtering out noise. If you think that's cool, just wait till you hear about the anomalies it's been causing. Anomalies? Every afternoon, I use that receiver to talk with a colleague in New Zealand. And at the most random times, the signal goes static and strange objects appear out of nowhere. Uh, what kind of objects? Well, just this afternoon, this, uh, this goodie appeared on my desk. Oh, a gooey go bar. Yes, and there are more in this box of evidence. Wow, that's a lot of chocolate bars. Well, 57 to be exact, along with nine dirty socks. They aren't that dirty. Well, I collect new evidence every week, but I still can't find any substantial patterns. I mean, the radio guild laughed me out the door. Ah, <laughs> uh, I wish Cecilia were here. She, she would know what to do. Cecilia? Who's that? Oh, my sister, uh, from the photo earlier. Is she a famous radio scientist too? Oh, no, 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 far from it. She, <laughs> she's an artist. But she always had the craziest ideas that turned out to work. I could sure use one. Why don't you just call her? Well, we, uh, we didn't exactly part on the best of terms. <laughs> Have you ever heard the saying, you don't know a good thing till it's gone? Did you hear that? It sounded like something on the roof. Birds! Uh, m must have been birds. Yeah, a big fat chicken. Uh, pardon? Hmm? Oh, uh, nothing. <laughs> Can I have a glass of water, please? Oh, sure. Uh, wait here, just a minute. I can't believe he has been getting our teleportation experiments this whole time. Dude, I feel kind of bad for Mr. Stewart. He seems lonely. Uh, I'm sure all serious scientists need to make sacrifices. I don't know. It doesn't really seem worth it. What is Leslie doing up there? Maybe we should just tell Mr. Stewart. No way! 
You can't know that our science fair project is malfunctioning. But Gideon... Now, which one of these machines is causing the interference? I don't know, man. Maybe we unplug them all? Good idea. Do you think Leslie's doing okay? Maybe she already teleported back. Or she might still be stuck. Uh, she's not answering. I'll check on her. You distract Mr. Stewart. Wait, what about the dog? Oh, uh, here's some treats. I'll take them with me. Here's your water. Oh, wait, where did Gideon go? He went to the bathroom. Uh, so... Uh, you, uh, want one of these, uh, doggo? <laughs> good puppy, good little, big puppy. <laughs> Here. Gideon? Is that you? Uh, here, boy, just take them all. Okay, Leslie, where's the controller? Gideon, my arms are so tired. My hands are slipping. Well, we stopped the interference. You can teleport now! You promise it's going to work? Yes! Just push the button! Which button? The only button! Okay, I'm... Ah! What? Oh. A bee! A bee? It's hunting me! Just push the button! The bee is on it! Ah! Ah, my controller! You dropped it in the gutter! Whoa! I, I can't stop sliding! Ah, grab the gutter! You got it! Just hang on! I'm gonna try to get the controller down! What about me? My hands are slipping! Ah, stop kicking! If you break that gutter, my controller is gonna fall! But I'm going to fall! You'll be fine! It's only as tall as a basketball hoop! And a half. I heard that! Ah! No, Leslie, we need to get you back inside, where it's safe. I know I heard something this uh, time. I'm sure it's squirrels, or... <gasps> Mr. Stewart! Aha! There you are. And Leslie? Wh why are you here? You're covered in scrapes and bruises. It was an accident. What? Well, um, I came into your backyard and I was scared of your dog, so I accidentally broke your gutter and... And Gideon came to help me. I'm sorry, it was all my fault. What? How did no, you- No, that's not true. This is my fault, not Leslie's. Enough. Explain. <sighs> Leslie found my science project, but didn't know about how it worked. I was worried about the science fair, so after she teleported, I, I didn't really- Wait, 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 wait what? Teleported? Yeah, Gideon's building a teleportation controller thing. And it actually works? I mean, define works. Yeah, it does. I tested it. Well, hold on. Teleportation? So those were your dirty socks this whole time. They aren't that dirty. I wash them every month. Sorry we didn't tell you earlier. Please don't disqualify us. Our project is perfectly safe. Disqualify you? This might be the best invention our fair has ever seen. 
Really? <laughs> yes, but I'll expect to hear more about your thorough safety protocols on Saturday. For sure. Oh, we yeah, can totally, totally do that. And about how you intend to fix my gutter. Oh, right. But for now, you, you kids better get home and get Leslie cleaned up. I think I've got a call to make to Virginia. Who's Virginia? He means he wants to call his sister. I'll get the device back from Sparky for you. It's a good thing you fought to slobber-proof it with duct tape. Ah, uh, Sparky. Look, Leslie, I, I realize that today I may have been a little harsh. Understatement. <coughs> you were mean! Would you just let me... You're right. I'm sorry for how I treated you today. And always. It's not my fault I dropped the controller. You made it really hard to hold. Well, maybe you can make a strap out of your duct tape bracelets. Really? You'll let me help? Oh, yeah! That's a great idea! But you still have to ask before coming into my room. Okay, deal. I'll even use my sparkly tape for the strap. Oh, and I can twist the different colors and- Ah! Sparky! Whoa, look out! Down, boy! Sparky, drop it! Oh, no! He's still got the controller! He bit down to the button! Sparky, give me Sparky! Sparky! Oh, where did he go? He'll be okay. Trust me. Yeah, he probably just teleported to my... <gasps> my room! Our science fair project! Quick, everyone to Lincoln's house! <laughs> come on, come on, let's go, let's go! <laughs> Vanishing Act, an original audio adventure cooked up in our secret Kaboom lab. Stick around for a preview of next week's episode, but first... One of the reasons we love all kinds of stories here at Kaboom is because they can lead to some great conversations. Here are a few places we went when we were coming up with today's episode. So, Sam, obviously teleporters are not real. Certainly right? not, at, yes. to the extent that we've heard in this episode, it, right? <laughs> maybe someday, but yes. But we did our best to do research to make the other things in the story real, like the RA-3712 receiver and the Koga gold medal for radio. Th those are real things, oh, you know? I know? They sound totally sci-fi, but they're real. And you know uh, Sean on our team here. Yeah, Sean O'Neill, the assistant station manager of BYU Radio, yeah. Exactly. He's an old-school radio guy, and we were sitting around brainstorming for this episode, and we were we were saying some of these terms, and he walked up to us and he said, are you guys talking ham radio? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, we nailed it. We got the we got the ham radio lingo down. So. <laughs> and nobody knows more about radio than Sean O'Neill. So oh, no. if you know yeah. you're if you know you're convincing him, then you've you, you've tapped into something great. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, you never know what kind of memory something like this is going to bring up. And I, you know, I never did a science fair when I was a kid. Yeah, me neither. But my little brother did, and I remember going to see like a a glider that went along a wire across the room on the strength of a little CO2 cartridge from a BB gun. Uh -huh. <laughs> and, 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 and suddenly seeing the things that my brother was involved in, my, he's my younger brother, I thought, wow, this kid is like cooler and more capable of doing stuff than I ever dreamed. Yeah. You know, when you're, when you're a little kid, uh, you know, you, you, you don't look on your little siblings as being maybe super cool. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. suddenly I, I looked at my brother through the eyes of admiration. And that has never stopped. Yeah. You know, if I were trapped on a 
desert island somewhere and I could pick one person to like get me out of every jam with his knowledge of stuff and his ability to sort of make stuff and solve problems and things like that, I might choose my brother. And and looking on him with those eyes really began back then. Yeah. Maybe he'd make you a CO2 cartridge-fueled raft That's off the island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a teleporter. Oh, exactly. Even better. Right. Yes. You know, my siblings are all years older than me, and we had some distance between us, not only in years, but also in, in distance. There was a point where I had a sister living in L.A., one in Portland, one in Seattle, and I was in Michigan. So we were just spread out all over the place. But we had a family reunion, and it was the first time in 10 years that all of us had been together. We were out on the Oregon coast, and it was great. We had a lot of fun. But then while we were there, our grandpa died. Mm. And suddenly all four of us are needing to make arrangements to get down to the funeral in Utah. And we thought, let's just rent a car (laughs) and drive down there. (laughs) So the four of us siblings got in a rental car and took a 12-hour road trip down to Utah. Mm. And it's one of my favorite memories with my sisters. You know, all this time had passed, and I wasn't the little kid anymore. I I was grown up, and it felt like we were on this even playing field, and we really saw each other. And I feel like that was such a great bonding moment for us. Well, this audio drama, Vanishing At, clearly brought to mind for us thoughts of how important family can be. Mm -hmm. And we have a couple of characters in this audio drama that really kind of bring to mind some of those thoughts. And that's where this story took us. And we love hearing where the stories took you. We love this review left on Apple Podcasts from a user called Asha Himmighofer. And Asha says, so awesome. Smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. It's an awesome podcast. I listen to them so fast. By the time I finish, I'm like anguished crying face, (laughs) anguished crying face. When will the next one come out? I can't wait. Smiley face, smiley face. Wow. Great job rendering those emoji. And if you look closely, they're all different. All That's right. Wow. Yes, they are. There's so some nuance in there. Thank you, Asha, for that review and the five-star rating. Those really help new people find the show. You too can leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or email us your thoughts at kaboompodcast at byu.edu. That's kaboompodcast, all one word, at byu.edu. Now, here's a preview of our next episode, an original audio adventure about a family facing off against a malfunctioning robot next time on Kaboom. Domestic Droid DD2020. Cool! Our own robot! It looks like Grandma! Grandma killed my phone! Please tell me you have the manual. Let go of our son! Vanishing Act was written by Evadane Hendricks and directed by Brian Tanner. The cast included Caleb McCleary as Gideon, Summer Mitchell as Leslie, Connor Drake as Lincoln, and Timothy Threlfall as Mr. Stewart. The sound team for this episode was led by Trent Reimschusel, with audio engineering by Spencer Hewitt, Joshua Fouts, and Hannah Everett. Dialogue editing, sound editing, and music editing by Spencer Hewitt and Joshua Fouts, and mixing by Joshua Fouts. This episode was produced by Wendy Folsom, Sam Payne, and Brian Tanner. The Kaboom staff includes Miriam Arce, Anna Harlan, Evie Hendricks, Trent Horton, Natalia Reeve, and Tristan Schetzel. Our audio engineer is Carly Wilson. The Kaboom theme music was written by Sam Clawson. If you're looking for more great storytelling for families, check out our companion podcast, The Appleseed, 
available wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for more great storytelling for families, check out our companion podcast, The Appleseed, available wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom is a production of BYU Radio.